2: Have you ever had one of those things that you associate with an ex that gives you like a bad memory that you've tried to win back for yourself?
1: Right, reclaiming an experience. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Sort of, this happened to me with music. I'll attach uh, songs or music to people, and then uh, I guess that's why they call it the blues by Elton John. Yeah, uh, that's gone, gone forever. I oh, no. Used to love it, can't stand it anymore. Even though, like, I'm happily moved on and like, think, it just reminds you of that of that one time, that one place. So that happens to. That happens Have you tried to, 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 to reclaim, reclaim
2: it though?
1: I listen to it, like I soldier on and push through it. You know, I'm not, I'm not. It's not totally given up, but I don't. <laughs> how do you? Well, How do you best fight it?
2: I, I went on a, a journey of, fuck you, I'm having that back, please. Ah. Um, and so I kind of tried to, like, for example, my ex was um, in a in a Beatles cover band and loved the Beatles. And I loved the Beatles long before him. And Rightfully he was like,
1: so. You're a very smart, intelligent uh, Like woman.
2: any sane person. Yes. And he was like, oh, I, I made you love the Beatles. And I'm like, you didn't, buddy. Like, yeah, uh, get fucked. So I tried to make sure that I was playing music from the Beatles at things that I was really having a good time at so that I could, like, reassociate. associate And, yeah, like, good. I had, um, you know, friends bring me a big bunch of these flowers that he'd ruined, another ex had ruined for me and so I kind of associated that with them. But I think it's important to, like, try and reclaim the good shit that they've ruined for you because, <laughs> like, as if you can't listen to the Beatles anymore just because an ex is a douchebag.
1: Yeah, that would be... That's wild to lose the entire. You Beatles cannot discography. lose the yeah. entire
2: Beatles discog- discography. You can lose
1: some of their solo work, but that's <laughs> another. That's another. Yeah, that's another talk. Welcome some to of Ghosts
2: it. of Boyfriends Past. Hello, I'm Liz Best. Hi, I'm
1: Tom Harris, how are we, everyone?
2: And we're back. We haven't recorded for a little while because of uh, pandemic-y reasons, but luckily we recorded a shitload before that, so there's been no (laughs) gap in coverage for you guys. We were
1: backed up for a while there, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) were we ever.
2: Oh no. But we've
1: released, and here we are. (laughs) Jesus
2: No, I just that's listened terrible. to our bodily functions mini so like, yesterday. <laughs> and I, This is just not where I want to take this episode. Um, so, as always, we bring guests on to chat about past relationships, stories, past loves, yes. past dates, anything. Um, just an
1: unburdening of of your grief and your... Anything anything in your past that's bothered you. It, but we, we do have good stories sometimes. Uh,
2: very rarely. But not if I have my say. In the majority.
1: In the majority. <laughs> <laughs> their, um, their downhill trajectory. And well, we do have a guest today. We that we've do. Kept, we've got a guest patiently. today.
2: He uh, runs a podcast on the That's Not Canon network. His name is Shane. Welcome, Shane. Hello, hello.
0: hello thank, you, Shane. Hello, thank you so much for having me on.
2: <laughs> thank you for being on our wonderful podcast. Did you want to tell everybody on our podcast a little bit about your podcast of first, plug? just to uh, do a tiny bit of a plug corner? Sure,
0: it's a, it's a movie podcast. Uh, we did do sort of talking about topics and stuff, but we sort of refocus for season two. And and the idea is, it's it's almost like Castology, which is another podcast where that's
2: my other podcast. <laughs> this is plug time. Plug
0: <laughs> like time. Um, um, We're sort of. I recommend to my other hosts something they haven't seen. They recommend something I haven't seen tied around a theme of some kind, space, genre, whatever, and and we talk about it.
2: Well, thanks film. Yes. I am film obsessed and I love it. Um, Shane also uh, uh, directed me in the very first ever film thing that I did. It was the very first time I'd done on-camera work. Um,
0: she gets to yell at everyone. I it's
2: did. Fine. I got to swear and yell, so pretty much just be myself so of, on camera. <laughs> it was of, wonderful. A lot of preparation
1: for that role. I, you <laughs> know, I went method three for months, my life, for three my three whole life.
2: The <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: the role you were born to play. Oh,
2: Thank you. Thank you. So, Shane, you've been a listener of the podcast for a while. I what have. prompted you to write in to us to share your story?
0: Uh, I had – and this is not a, a – a, all that long ago story either but i had sort of i've only been dating for a very very short amount of time mm. uh and <laughs> in that short amount of time i've been privy to like all of the the rotten stuff that can happen with dating. you have the baptism but, uh,
2: of fire when you start dating later oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah
0: oh yeah, yeah and you're playing catch up mm-hmm. to, to just everyone else is sort of expecting you to be especially because i sort of uh, part of the thing is I didn't come out of the closet until I was like 24 25 and I didn't date while in the closet mm-hmm. which will become relevant to the story anyway yeah, sure. but, uh, um so I'm you know and everyone sort of in in my generation or along my age range is sort of 19 to 21 kind of age they're coming out mm-hmm. of the closet and so I'm ha- paying this like 5 year catch up and plus the you know the decade long catch up that sort of all gay people sort of go through where, you know, we didn't get the high school thing. So we're like catching up. So I was playing catch up on top of catch up and it got a And bit then the
2: universe there. goes, hey, yeah. hey, you missed <laughs> out on a lot of shit. We need to <laughs> dump all this on you now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So situate us at the start of this story. Where, how old were you? Where are we starting?
0: So I am 27 mm-hmm. and we met on Grindr <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and he was a headless torso. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it's for, for, for any straight listeners. Grinder is basically like an ocean of headless torsos. Yeah, it's photographically, not actually. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who listens to <laughs> true
2: crime podcasts would be like, "You dated a what?" But no, we're talking photographically.
0: <laughs> um, and and just to. Uh, put an interesting contrast Tinder measures dis- people's distance by the kilometre Grinder measures people's distance by the metre
2: oh. <laughs> uh, so That is something I did not know That
0: explains um, I didn't know that either <laughs> Every <laughs> day is a school day here on
1: Ghost of Boyfriends um, uh, <laughs>
0: And funnily enough the, This headless torso was like a kilometre away So lived quite near me However it did not go in that direction Because I was like hey what are you after and he's like, Oh, I'm actually not after, you know, short term things, I'm looking for maybe friends or a relationship.
2: Why uh, Okay. So my first question <laughs> is if you're looking for friends or a relationship, why, why? headless torso?
0: It's it's the language. It's the language of, the, of gay. Of, the, of yeah, right. pretty much, pretty much. By um, the
2: way, we haven't talked about the rules, but just don't name yeah, anyone. I've had fake to write name. my fake name down. Okay, on good,
0: my hand the and good, on the good, good,
2: great. I'm very
0: bad. And
1: just great. B- just broadly, no threats. Right, Just, <laughs> just broadly. I'll just put that. <laughs> out yeah, here.
2: we forgot the rules because we were so excited to get back into it. I was like, story, 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 and I was like, oh no, wait, rules. Yep. You yep. can yep. splash around
1: yes. in the puddle, but don't get too wet with the threats. Anyway, sorry. No, that's okay. good.
0: So. I, I, but I said to him He said Friends relationship I said well If you want dates I'm going to need to see a face And he replied with a face And he'd reached out to me And so it was sort of You know I don't get that often I'm usually the one Doing the pursuing Because I have a very Milk toast appearance <laughs> Oh, so, No you could You can be like a seven In like straight people world And that's like a two In gay people world yeah, I've that's heard me. This. That's, that's I've me heard over this. here <laughs> Yeah 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 Um but anyway, we ended up going on, like, a coffee date. I usually try and do, like, a small little coffee date that you can same. get out of for your date all the time. So then you can get out of it really quick. Uh-huh. But it went really well. And we ended up talking for, like, four hours. And it was really great. And I said, I'd like to see you again. He wanted to see the same. And so we went on sort of the first couple of dates went, like, spectacularly. And I, this was after, like, a string of just really bad first dates that didn't go anywhere. Having,
1: having just – uh, jumped into this sort of dating pool yourself, and the first couple of dates are going pretty well. I've been doing it well. for
0: two and a half years at this point. Okay, sorry, I thought this was more no more no recent. not not quite that early, but like I had literally gone a maybe a grand total of. Three third dates in my or like over the course of those years, I never get really past the first
1: date. Okay, so things are going great, and you must have been <laughs> yeah. your, you must have been top I was of like, the world. This is
0: like the best it's ever gone. Um, and I, I, you know, we did like a, a dinner and sushi, and we went and saw sort of an old we went saw an old horror movie because he was super into horror movies. I went on a picnic and everything. I'm, I, I consider myself pretty like good at. The dates, like they sound up with like the dates. Good He's a good date. He is a good date. <laughs> that yeah. sounds
2: like picnics. I love picnics. I've said this before. I love picnics and a movie day.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, great. And we're talking, and through all of this, through the dates, we were dating about once a week, but we're talking every day via text, and there was an occasional call, maybe for like a phone call once a week, and like it was just building what felt like a genuine connection. Like first up, and and I kissed him on the second day. I was like fuck it, can I kiss you? And, and I said, yes. And it was just really brilliant. Good. It was going really well. Um, ab- Why am I nervous? <laughs> yeah. Well, first plot twist, this gets a bit soapy with just the weird plot twists. But um, the first thing happens is about maybe three, four weeks in just sort of into that sort of thing. Um, and his beloved dog goes missing. Okay. And I'd met the dog and it's a beautiful dog. And it, he really cared, like really cared very hard for his dog. And he basically like shut down on me. I was like, stop, you know, Go Like not he go emotionally away Emotionally distanced Yeah emotionally distance. Like no I'm not I'm not gonna deal with you While this is going on mm. oh. And I'm like Well fuck you universe I'm not going to Deal with this So I went into An action mode Like a crisis mode And <laughs> I I went through Facebook, I contacted vets, I went oh. to The Pound every oh, day. Because oh, I was just like, this is the first time I've had something going good and I wasn't about to let a missing fucking dog get in the way.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I found oh. the dog in a week.
2: <gasps> you legend. Literally found
0: gentlemen. the dog. Wow. And after and the, the day I'd found the dog and it, we had like a really good getting close, making out, all that kind of thing kind of going. And so... From that point onwards, we started getting a lot closer, like a lot faster. You um, found
2: his best friend. <laughs> like, it's a
0: pretty good catalyst for, for...
2: That is a good grand gesture. <laughs> that is a... I
0: thought so. Uh. Um, And then like about a week after that, I'd sort of asked him, because we then did like another movie date and we were on the back and I was like, uh, are you think maybe would you want to be like boyfriends or something like that? Um, And he, he said he wasn't quite ready there. He wanted to maybe take it a bit slower. And that's fine because I'm not, I'm not like, a, you have to be my boyfriend or I'm buggering off. And I didn't want to be that sort of needy. Labely. Yeah. That, and so I was like, oh, that's fine. We're, we're working towards it. Um, and then what happened from this point onward, so what I sort of learnt about him is that he's very into the weekends getting getting wasted. On the weekends and having fun with these in friends the, in, in the club, in the yeah, yeah no in in the bars in the valley in the bars, um, and and that's fine. I'm not a drinker myself, um, but I, I'm trying to be like yeah, I'm trying to be cool and all that yeah. kind of thing. But he sort of starts <laughs> cancelling a few dates quite often, mostly because he's hungover. Um, So what ended up kind of happening is that a lot of our interactions were happening via text because he was also didn't want to take a phone call or whatever. So there was just a, you know, if you I was going through my phone and there's these like essays of text that we're sending back and forth because we couldn't really talk in person a lot. Um, And then another thing that sort of happened is that we weren't having sex and this is like a month and a half into this thing. Um, And what he'd, told me and i still even now want want to be the person who believes that he his previous partner had not been very um uh what's the word it wasn't like non-consensual stuff but it was uh like aggressive and bad like bad forceful forceful, yeah, yeah forceful things that made him uncomfortable and so and for me consent is like a black and white and so I'm not going to force anyone to doing that if they're not course. comfortable and I'm like I'm fine, you know, doing doing that because I I can, you know, do the emotional stuff
2: first. You, yeah, and it would have seemed like it was going so well that you would have been happy to like give a person what they need in yep. order to be yeah, able yeah, to feel you. comfortable yeah. with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um and then and here's the next sort of soapy twist is that I had found out that he had a um a kidney disease where it's, it's a condition. He had two things a condition where you're born with one kidney, and then the other kidney that he has left is like gradually failing.
2: Okay. Will
0: eventually need uh, uh, an organ donation and put on dialysis, or this kind of thing, which is quite heavy stuff to find out. And he'd held it back for me, understandably. I kind of had a bit How of a crisis. Did you
2: cry- f- find it out?
0: Um, but just through texting He'd like Had oh, like right. an so offhanded told, line And I kind of dug further And he's like Well right. I was kind of Going to hold off On telling you this Because this is heavy stuff And I had a bit of a crisis moment I kind of text my friends I'm like uh, Like is, is this a thing Is this something I'm going to deal with And and then my friends were sort of like It's something But you know People can live on dialysis For decades and decades You know So it's not like a It's something to take Into consideration But it's not an end of the mm, world yeah. You've got a week left To live okay. Kind of situation um and then but also like i'm seeing the kidney disease thing and then he has his habit of getting absolutely wasted this drunk. is what i was thinking yeah. i was
2: like he has one half working kidney and he's drinking that
0: much and drinking to excessive amounts
2: he is killing that kidney
0: right right um so we have sort of the first night where i sleep over at his place um, and he's hung over But I was kind of determined To actually have like a night over Because other than that It would be like day dates Or texts It was like so much of This relationship through text. Um But we're there And things kind of Get a bit Handsy hot and heavy Sort of stuff But he, he doesn't want to And I'm like that's fine um, And he reveals to me That he had Never had sex whilst sober Gee Whoa Which is heavy stuff Yeah that's a um, And and I, well, you know He was it got a bit teary and all that kind of thing. But I'm trying to be like, that's okay. I understand. Because I'm trying to be the understanding, supportive person. Because yeah. yeah, anything it. else is a dick move to me. Um, and then that night he sort of asks if I could just go instead of staying over. But I thought that's fine because I thought, oh, it's going to be heavy, good, yeah. whatever. Um, and then... Uh, What was I going to say I had to write notes for this Because it was a bit of a convoluted I was like if this was a script I'd be like clean this (laughs) shit up (laughs) Um, um, But a big part of me was like not drinking Is that a lot of sort of people seem to take it As a judgy thing on them And so part of why I was working Because this is like red flag territory Here you're like there's clearly this excessive It's not just oh I'm getting partying that It's like partying to excess Regularly all the time And it would be like The whole weekend. I know what
2: my suspicions are, but continue. Um,
0: But I was working against my sort of instincts of, oh, I'm not going to be the party pooper, judgmental person. I'm cool. I'm this. And
2: we do this, though. We do this in relationships, and especially when we're starting out. I made so many excuses for people because I was just like, oh, well, they're going through this, and I don't want to be the person who, you know, is, is saying... Well, that's not cool when it could be a mental illness thing or it could be a trauma thing. Yeah. Like, you don't want to.
0: And you don't want to be like, well, that's too much for me because that feels like you wouldn't want someone to drop. And I have my own sort of. Yeah, exactly. Childhood. You're like, well, I
2: would hate if people did that about my yep. issues. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, he texted me, sort of, this is about now three months in. And I was like, oh, how cool we've been seeing each other through it. Just an off comment. Still hadn't had. Still hadn't had sex. sex? Still. Didn't want to be boyfriends, still wasn't ready. Um, And he sends me a text and he says, Can we talk? (laughs) And I'm like, Is it, is it, is this okay? And everything like that. And then he literally. Th- instead of an in-person conversation, which he never seemed to want to do, he sends me a text message and I sort of brought these along to, to read out. But he sort of like... <laughs> so I do <laughs> like receipts. So <laughs> so. I just like being completely and 100% honest with you always. I also want your opinion on things. I'm not sure I'm ready to be in a relationship with anyone, but I enjoy you and your company. I think about you a lot. And this is an actual line that follows. I am attracted to you and have been thinking about your body all day, to be honest. I just have to be honest and say I don't think I can commit to anything and I'm not sure when I will, so I don't expect you to stick around because I don't know what I want and I'm riddled with things I have to work on with myself. What are your thoughts? And I was sort of like I kind of need to talk in person about this. Mm. This is, this is o- this over the text is big issues.
2: You cannot, have big, you cannot have big talk over text.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that <laughs> an ongoing problem with this. Um, I asked to talk in person. We sort of get there and we almost kind of split up because I'm like, well, what is this? Are we just it doesn't feel like friends to me. I can't just off when the When you're not
2: even having sex, so it's not even... But
0: I, I'd like built... There's uh, no benefits to these friends rom- with benefits
2: as well. <laughs>
0: I'd built like a genuine romantic yeah. uh, interest in him, which was like, I because I feel I don't sort of do things half-heartedly. I kind of yeah. I try to be a very earnest, honest person, but that yep. obviously gets you stomped on quite a lot. Um, and he then says, no, I actually want this. So we what go, is
2: this, though? What is this?
0: It was a, uh, he's not ready to call it boyfriends yet, but we had discussed him, it being not, uh, we're he not wants, dating you, other you're people. You're like his
2: emotional support animal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's one <laughs> of the big things.
0: In, in post-dissections of this, it, it appeared that what he really enjoyed was the emotional support I was given him, but not necessarily that he was interested in me. Physically, because he previously had not had emotional support from his exes. he it would have been physical and not that. And so I was giving him the opposite that he really liked.
1: That totally makes sense. Every time he uh, like, he sort of found his own courage to breach, you know, odd, dark, weird subjects with you, like his health and all that. And yeah. You took it, and because you were so upright okay and, and and relaxed, and he was like, "Oh, that was really nice that yeah. I got that." It's so good to have co- someone not run away so from of, that. So of course, like a um, couple of times. I so
0: hadn't. so we go back to being this mcnot boyfriends in name but everything else we were we were were all sort of like it's uh, we're not dating we're not seeing other people he just doesn't want to put that label on it just yeah this
2: would make sense to me if you were fucking i don't know why but this would make more sense to me because then you're like we're not putting a label on it but we're still having sex and there for emotional support but otherwise you're just friends
0: yeah yeah. But see I was I was getting the feelings and I, I'm one of those people I don't think well like one of the later lessons is that like sex and love are not mutually inclusive but they're not mutually exclusive either. They you know, I, I don't think they can be in one hundred percent totality of that. But anyway, so we go back to sort of dating and it, it gets a little bit better. But And so we go on and I say, let's go to the drive-in. And I'd like set up, really set up the boot of my car so we could literally sit in the car with the boot up and watch the movie. The date itself didn't go too well because uh, my speakers didn't catch the radio signal for some weird oh, reason. No. <laughs> then it starts pouring rain. Oh, no. <laughs> so we just drive back and and then I go to sleep over. Um, but all through this, he was hung over from his Friday night. Shenanigans okay. and the thing. So he was a bit, a bit not all there.
2: Can I just ask, how often was he hungover? Every
0: weekend at least.
2: When you were seeing him? Did you see him sober, slash, not hungover often?
0: About a quarter of the time. Mm-hmm. I, I never <laughs> saw him. Oh no I, no! I take that back. I, I, I did see him drunk, but I, I most of the time the dates were just he was hungover, he was groggy, or he would just cancel on it. And even to the point where my friends would be like, "He's canceling I feel a like lot." You're
2: his weighted blanket for his hangover day. Well, no, 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 because he d- wouldn't want
0: to see me on his hangover day. But then I was mm. like, well, that means I don't get to see you at all. Because if you're getting hungover yeah. every week... So, I would kind of insist on seeing... Because he'd be like, oh, no, you don't want to see... And I'd be like, come on. Like, I'll just... I don't... We don't need to do anything. I can just come. We can just talk, put on a movie, whatever. Um, the next morning... so I, But I stay over from this. I was determined to stay over. And so, this is the only night I ever stayed over his place through this entire time. Um, the next morning, uh, he doesn't want to, he's he's intent on not kissing at all in the morning because he says he doesn't like, you know, breath, morning breath or whatever. Did you you kiss
2: and snuggle at night?
0: Snuggled and and kissed, but um, the morning after, it was like no kissing, not at all, and he couldn't get me out of his house fast enough. Um, Now, he lived in sort of like a granny flat attached to like a friend of the family's, but he wasn't out to his family at all. And when we texted on, we were messaging on Grindr, he was like, oh, no, I'm not out to my family. Um, Is that a problem? And I said, well, look, if it's a first date, not really but if it goes on maybe it's a question mm. and we sort of broached it a couple of times and he's like yeah I'm, he wanted to do the coming out as sort of just a hey I'm dating someone as opposed to hey I'm gay and then go on yeah. dating which is sort of that's the route I went everyone's journey out of the closet is wildly different yeah. and I didn't want to impose that like it's very bad to sort of impose when someone should Absolutely. come out but that being said it does have some ripple effects as it, as it seemed to do mm. here um But he couldn't get me out of his place fast enough And then after that night I got like a week of complete radio silence Mm -hmm. Out of nowhere and Or or like three word replies Oh right, I was going to say Had you
2: sent texts to try and get a I did, but I also
0: didn't want to be the person Sending like, you know, a bunch of needy texts And he said he was sick But sick to me is You can still message and stuff like that And then through some events I caught him on Grindr after we had the conversation about not doing that
2: Oh, it. okay, so you'd had that
0: Yeah, and so I messaged him and I didn't attack But I said "I Hang I on, mean,
2: how did you catch him on Grinder?" Yeah, that was
0: I <laughs> still, yeah, <laughs> okay I still had the app <laughs> So
2: after you had talked <laughs> about not being on Grinder. You found him you've on Grinder. You really not really because you were on Grinder. <laughs> so, so, he he, so
0: here's Here's what it was. So, I still had the app mm-hmm. because it had saved this. I'm a very. <laughs> this is a really cheesy. <laughs> reason. And it accidentally <laughs>
1: opened. And, oh, oh no, is. I no, accidentally. I, have, I,
0: <laughs> I had saved our conversation that we'd had. Right. And I didn't respond, didn't seek out, had taken off my profile photo, basically had a blank profile there, and I just kept the app. I, was, I would have gone and screenshot it all, but it was a very long conversation. I, t- if it's not evident, I talk a lot, and so it was a very long conversation. And so I'd say, and I'd reference it sometimes if I wanted to, you know, details of things, but it was there. But I wasn't. I was genuinely. So you not kept it because
2: it. you wanted to keep. Conversation his and messages. I had intentions
0: of screenshotting it, but that would that's like and he ended so up doing it. At how did point. you
2: find out that his profile was still active? So when
0: you have grind you get unsolicited dick pics all the time okay. and messages, and I would get the notifications of that and just delete them or block just straight away. Um, and I go there and then he's on the grid, and I'm like, hey, what's this? And and I told him that I still had the app for that, and also he'd said to set the boundaries that we're not boyfriends, so it wasn't like a, you know, let's delete it and and be exclusive mm. or anything like that. But I wasn't. I was literally because Grindr's a cesspool. <laughs> I was not every using fucking it. dating app's <laughs> a cesspool, <laughs> but Humanity I've heard that is Grindr is Grindr slight would, lo- yeah, slightly gl- worse. and Grindr that terrifies is me. The worst. Um. So I find him on Grinder, and and I didn't and I didn't come out accusatory. I just said, hey, because he was on Grinder with his face, so more than what when we chatted advertising his sexual position advertising this thing and so i was just like hey what's the deal not in a you can't do that you can't do that i said we had the conversation about not seeking that but what exactly are we then if if you're going and because like as a matter of like if we were to have sex std checks and everything like that and i'd done my std checks and all this kind of thing and so i was like what's this and it kind of turned into this big fight um and he he didn't want a relationship And I saw, I was like Well we're back at this loop And this is now like Four months into this thing Of having not had sex And I was just like I, I don't think I can do that And then My dog dies Ooh, So we stopped yes. talking And that same week My, do- my beloved thir- Of 13 years Dog dies I'm a wreck I'm an absolute wreck And so we ended up Staying in touch Because of the dog He was like Hey are you okay I'd be like Yeah thank you for reaching out um, and I, I reached out to him because I was really fucking shit. But, um, one night he has this big text conversation with me because he'd had a drunk incident where he'd been kicked out of a bar and, and been sort of pseudo sexually assaulted at the bar. And he was, this was really late at night, but he wanted to talk. I'm like, okay. Um, and then we ended up sort of trying to set like another date. Uh, and then he was hungover and missed it, just didn't, just didn't show up. Didn't show up. And, uh, it was sort of a repeat last time. And I was like, well, what is this? And he says, no, I don't want a relationship. I say, fine, goodbye. Um, and then he suddenly, after I say goodbye, let's just stop talking, he's like, I want to be friends. And I'm like, oh, I can't, I, like, I couldn't do that. And now I've got another text message because <laughs> um, this got into a bit of a fight. And this is when we first properly sort of split, stopped talking to each mm-hmm. other. And mm-hmm. this is one of his messages that he sent. He goes, uh, whatever, I'm trying. going to I'm gonna try and say it without inflection. <laughs> Uh, he goes, whatever, how were we ever going to be friends If you can never talk to me without it causing you so much pain You should have just said no from the beginning You think because I want to hang out with you I'm over it and I'm fine But not hanging out with you is really a struggle for me I thought at least if we could have some regular chit chat Even though even through text we could both feel better But clearly I just walk around hurting everyone And it's all my fault
2: Oh no, I hate that bullshit, <laughs> that's <laughs> manipulative
0: You're not the only one who is going through a hard time Okay, don't worry I will leave you alone for real this time I can't handle this anymore Every time I try to do the right thing I get reminded that I'm just hurting you, so sorry for the pain and being such a screw up. I give up.
2: Please tell me that you didn't then go to him and go apologize for your boundary setting.
1: No, no, good,
2: good, thank you. Not yet, because <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: okay,
2: shame. There we go.
0: So, about a month past a month and a week or so passes. And through this month, I'm, like, bawling my eyes out because this is the biggest heartbreak I've ever had. I've never had a relationship get that far, even though we weren't having sex, even though all that kind of thing. It had been a very intimate, emotional sure, thing. Sure, um, He texts an apology. And I, I debated over this text and I showed it to people and they you had took advised to me to not respond <laughs> and lo and behold I didn't but I'll read out his sort of apology text it goes hi Shane not messaging you to be an asshole or bother you living your life I was just wondering how you are and for some reason can't let you go I know I have fucked you over several times and if there is no source of a friendship left then please don't reply I was just hoping after some time we could talk things are not great here and not that I need your sympathy I just above all else um, you're a fantastic friend to me well more than that anyway hope you're well and I'm truly sorry for all the bullshit I put you through oh no that's not it that's the, that's the last one, sorry. It was basically the extent of this text was, uh, uh, if you still have my number, I want to apologize. I've done some soul searching. You know, it's time for me to grow up and I've realized a lot. I'm reaching on the chance you're not done with me and was wondering what? if we can get together what? and talk again at all. <laughs> well, I know that now. Um, I miss you and I want to see you again. I feel like I've made a mistake anyway. I'm really sorry. If, you, you know, and if you're done, that's completely fine. I don't what? blame you. I sit on it for a week. But then I decide to hear him out Because I wanted nope. closure on this If nothing Mm-mm, else You can
2: and never get closure by doing that co- no, I that, know that, doesn't it's that doesn't a work brick
1: wall Hindsight you're
2: banging
0: is 2020 <laughs>
1: 20, 20. Closure
2: is you closing the fucking door on that shit That's Correct. closure yeah,
0: Correct weird. but I hear him out And uh, I give him a chance to Explain And mm-hmm. he sort of said what he did wrong and how he actually desired a relationship with me now. And with no prompting from me, he'd said all the things that I you know, didn't want to hear. And so I, you know, I say, yes, a week later, he's, we, we, I say, yes, let's see each other. And then a week later, he calls me up drunk and he's on his way home. It's the same thing as what happened last time. This guy was very into patterns. Um, and I go to his place. I, I go, I talk him out of a panic attack. Which is a skill I now apparently have I'm going go to tuck him in And then while he's drunk He tries to make sexual advances And I say no Put that down I message him the next day I wait for him to be not hungover or whatever And he doesn't want to talk about it It's like can we just pretend it didn't happen mm. I'm like no I can't do that uh, And then he, he I want to talk he doesn't I say fine. He relents and talks, and we actually agree to be boyfriends. We actually stick the label on it. Is he drunk? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, this is so. This is a week. This is a week. <laughs>
2: sorry, I'm sorry. I had to ask. This um, is
0: a week after that.
2: Yeah, I know, but he's drunk every day. So how do you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, um, well, I went to see him, and he didn't smell. I didn't smell the alcohol in his breath. Um, <laughs> he and so, didn't smell, so pretty, I said, "Let's yeah. be boyfriends." For the next five weeks of this boyfriends thing, nothing really dramatic happens. We had a sum total of two dinner dates, three drinks, and uh, th- sorry, three drives home. Like any I drove him home. sex yet? No.
2: <laughs> how long has it been? Six months. Fuck shame. <laughs> And a lunch at Hungry he Jacks, wants to, and then
0: he? I get really sick. There's a lunch at Hungry Jacks on a Sunday, and then on Monday I get really sick. And then he messages me during the day, "Can we talk?" I'm like, "What is this?" I said, "I need to talk at all." He's like, "No, I wait till you're better." I'm like, "No, we're talking now." And I was sick as a dog. Uh, he says. Okay, I've realised that I have absolutely no romantic feelings for you But I would really like to be friends
2: Ah. My eyes just rolled into the back of my (laughs) fucking head
0: Yep, Um, I said no And I said, well, good luck to you and and whatever And I said I
2: said good day I said goodbye I said,
0: (laughs) I hope you find someone who you do want to be in a relationship with And I walked away And that's the last time I spoke to him Because I was done So fool me once, shame on you Fool me twice, shame on me There will not be a third time Lesson, that's a big lesson um and I
2: feel like there was more than three times
0: <laughs> yes but like as far as like <laughs> for me 50 times
2: I'm done okay <laughs> I am Ign- out of there yeah Ignorances, bliss. um
0: but as a fun sort of little coda to this so that was basically the end of it and so much of it had been lived through text instead of in person but as a little coda to that I went to hospital the next day because it was tonsillitis it was severe oh, tonsillitis that drove me to hospital I hate that and I felt the need uh, to, and not in a reaching out or apologising or anything, I just felt a, a medical obligation to go, hey, I've been diagnosed with severe tonsillitis since we kissed on Sunday. You might need to go get checked. I gave it to him. That oh. <laughs> so was a nice little...
2: Uh, the petty revenge queen in me loves this. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <what a> Subsequently, <laughs> oh. since this
0: time, though, he has reached out four times to because me. Because
2: you're his emotional support yeah. Yeah. animal. He got he that sent, good, good. He sent... A couple of
0: apology texts. He's made sort of uh, burner Facebook profiles, not fake ones with different names, but just his name, because I'd blocked him everywhere. And he's made burner Facebook things to um, add me back and message me. And I just keep blocking those. Um, and I had a shit phone that wouldn't let me block a number. But as soon as I got a new phone, first thing I did, block his number. And I haven't spoken to him since. I mean,
2: well done for getting there.
0: <laughs> it took me too long. Correct. Way but too the fact long. that
2: you acknowledge that is progress. Yeah. So. Shane,
1: what a what a faff around of a romantic a endeavor. Like, and that
0: was my first proper—if you want to call it a relationship—I don't. She's not. She's not happy. <laughs>
2: I think if you're not getting sex out of it, and they're not calling you boyfriend, then that's not a fucking relationship, Shane. Correct, you correct. need to talk to me about this shit, <laughs> like. I'm sure that the people that he did talk to would have given him, you know, the same advice that I have because any sane person would. And I love you immensely, but But fuck (laughs) me. So much of
0: it was built off me not being like... (laughs) like It felt like if I were to talk Uh. about the sex thing, it's are you pressuring them into sex? And I know that's not the case. Okay, but but if you're in a relationship,
2: you need either a label or the sex. Otherwise... You're his doormat friend. Yep. Who he can occasionally kiss when he needs a kiss... And who can support him when he's feeling low because he can't do it himself? Then he can fuck other You're people his that carer. He's yeah. You're his emotional carer.
1: Well, Liz, segueing this tongue lashing into wow. a into a lessons learned segment, we'll just poor boy. It's all right. It's okay. I
2: have the utmost it's love for you, yeah, Shane, it's because she cares. Fuck me. She's not
1: well. angry. She's just disappointed. Um, well, my
0: first lesson learned was I didn't want to date closeted guys after that, and that's mm-hmm. not to say because especially after listening to Zane's episode on this it, it's a li- it's a much more complicated thing but for me personally at the age i'm at i didn't want to deal with closeted things and um you know spoiler alert to the end of this I, i'm with someone who I, I adore and love and he's oh, wonderful and supportive really back cute. Yes. and we initially we, back.
2: <laughs> thank you
0: <laughs> we had bonded because his ex had done almost the exact same thing was closeted but was like a hardcore right wing LNP supporter oh. <laughs> and closeted. but that he had done the thing where he rang him up at an obscene hour at night drunk and and having a crisis of self and so we I was just like oh how weird is that that we've both been on the receiving end of that bullshit so and and my new boyfriend doesn't drink so. oh nice <laughs> there we go nice. <laughs> the wonderful thing um I've- I think
2: I wonder if this guy... So, the whole time I was talking about this, I wonder if this guy... Uh, like, for me, those are all major life trauma red flags. Yeah. And trigger warning, like, I I feel like the way that he was acting makes me feel like there was some sort of abuse mm. in a...
0: So, in the uh, drunken me talking him out of a panic attack, he had revealed to me, not in any explicit terms, but he suspects that he had... Being sexually abused by someone in his and family, and
2: that's that's hundred percent,
0: which was a big bomb. What brought. that was mm.
2: the vibes that that was giving me off. Um, sorry to go to a dark place there, but that's just that's yeah. that's, that's that's. So what I've learned is, um,
0: and he wasn't getting help, and I I put it forward. I said like, there's nothing wrong with therapy, nothing wrong with even just talking it through. But he didn't want to do any of that. His choice was to drink it away.
2: So yeah, so um, don't date someone who's not willing to either fuck you. Or call you a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Those are your two options. Otherwise, you're just friends. Yeah. With limited benefits.
0: Yeah. Uh, don't live most of the relationship through text.
2: Definitely not. If you need to text, we need to talk. The talk part has to be verbal. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. That's, that's true and very fair. You don't
2: say we need to text. That's yeah. not a thing. <laughs>
0: and my, my big takeaway, and it may be a cynical version, but I'm pretty much not a second chances kind of person now.
2: Good. Never. Thank you. I like this. This is very, fair, very
1: fair of you, Tom. Yeah. What
2: did you learn?
1: I suppose uh, over over overarching, and it's a lesson I suppose a little bit for me historically, but it, but for everyone, whenever someone says I've done some soul searching,
2: <laughs> they have not,
1: <laughs> and they need to go away <laughs> from like a long time, yes. like three months, like. I sat down this afternoon and did some soul search. No, you didn't. (laughs) You did a crossword. It's been two days
2: since you talked to me. That's not soul searching. And had a cup of
1: tea. So if you you do intend to change and grow and develop and be better and soul search, you need to go away for a bit. It can't be something that you text two days later. Yeah. I've really changed. I'm different. So that's probably Mm, my... (laughs) <laughs> my, my Sorry. As we descend into amateurism. Yeah.
0: Look, well, I learned my lessons and I took it into the next one and my current relationship is And it is sounds good. like you are the well opposite.
2: supported in this relationship Very rather much. than being the support, Correct. which is nice.
0: Congratulations. Shane, thank, thank you
2: so much for sharing that story thank with us. Thank you so much
0: for having me on.
2: Um, guys, we will put all of the links to um, the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers podcast and stuff in our show notes so that you can listen to it should you wish. Um. Thank you for sharing that story.
0: Anytime. <laughs> it's
2: a learning experience that I am glad you have learnt from.
0: <laughs> and if um, if anyone try try crying your eyes out with like hospital grade tonsillitis, it is Ooh, not. If that not happens fun. in the
2: future, you just call me up and I'll be there with a spray bottle to be like, no, <laughs> <laughs> stop. <laughs> yes. All right. I have been Liz Best.
1: And I'm Tom Harris, and um, thank you all for listening and uh, sharing Shane's story today. You can
2: find us on all of our social medias. We've got ghost of boyfriends past at gmail.com. We have our ghost of boyfriends past group therapy group. If you want to join in the community and chat any relationship issues that you have, you can go to that'snotcanon.com forward slash ghost of boyfriends past. If you would like to write in to be a guest on our program, we love hearing your stories. So if you've ever thought, oh, I should do that, now is the time to do that. Get off your butt get to your computer yeah, type you. in yeah, that form yeah. it's a really easy form and come on it doesn't you don't have to be here in Brisbane we will find a way to make this work so do it we want to hear your stories
1: until next time everybody though thank you and um, and be well <laughs>
2: Hello, my name is Serena. I have just started a new podcast called Love Stranger. It's all about interactions with strangers, uh, random passings, ways that people have affected people. Uh, drastically, We talk about everything from guardian angels to people who were just really, really kind to people who were just absolutely kind of nuts. Um, it's a great time. Uh, you get to hear some really beautiful stories, some really heartwarming ones, some really what the fuck ones. So please join me then. Uh, they'll be releasing every Friday. And I hope to see you then, except I won't see you because...
0: Not Cannon Productions podcast.